Good. Well, we better be ready because it's actually recording now. Okay, then. <laughs> Quality intro. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, couldn't be as bad as the stuff we were doing before, so... Want to go into oh, the details of what we were doing right before we started this complete debauchery of a fucking podcast? All right, I'll go into some of that in a second, but I actually wrote down some stuff that I did not tell you about. Oh, so shit. let me get into that. A birthday surprise. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Birthday. Yeah. Okay. So people who are listening to the stream, mostly, I mean, podcasts. See, I'm already thinking about a stream. Take two. <laughs> okay. So people who are listening to this podcast probably would wonder, hey, why would I want to listen to this over the bunch of other actual quality podcasts? You probably and wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Most people actually give you reasons why you should listen. Me? I'd like to give you both. So, here are some reasons that you shouldn't listen. One, we're douches, which is pretty much only the real reason that you need not to listen. Two, this is unrehearsed, so we're both going to suck more mm -hmm. often than we normally suck. Three, there's a 1% chance of a good segue, which is still pretty low. Yeah, and I'm there? still going to see how... I don't know. Four, um, we're douches. That wasn't that? Five, one? five, our jokes suck. They do. And six, this is a douche, and that's really the only reason you need not to listen, so... Okay, well, here's another reason why to, um, the past two minutes, that's the other reason why you shouldn't have listened to us. And that was just me talking, so. Yeah. But we might also- Wait till we get to- The things maybe involved of why we should, maybe want to do yeah. an introduction of who we are after that? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get into that. Here's the positive reason. It's free. <laughs> it's free. It? Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Actually, um, this just in, Ren, um, mm -hmm. it's not free. It's gonna be a five cent subscription on, uh, RedTube. So. Alright, and you gotta pay $5.99 for subscribing to our Twitch. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And donations are accepted too. You could send them in via PayPal. They are optional donations, by the way. These are required donations. Yes, mandatory. Alright. <laughs> So, introductions. Yeah. So, you're Ren. I go by this. And that's basically about all you need to know. We're two jerk-offs who do nothing with our lives. You want to add to that? Just think of me as Ren the Friend Brogito. Don't. No, don't, don't, really, don't, 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 <laughs> don't. No. <laughs> so, mind. really, in all seriousness, because this is just fucking all over the place here. We're both, I'm a streamer, uh, a shitty one at that. I stream over at old Sad Sausage. I'm the creator of it. And Sad Ren, Sausage streaming. Yeah. Sad Sausage streaming. The streaming's important because, like, it's shithead. I actually put that in the name because, you know, you do other things at Twitch, apparently. Um, Ren, you too are now a recent streamer. You just started. 
So, um, anything else you want to add to you, what you are? You're also a moderator in my uh, stream as well. Anything I want to add to who I am? Uh, yes. I'd like to add personality. I'd <laughs> like to add witty with humor. Um, but on topic of Twitch, I am a new streamer, as you said. And I, I play a lot of RPGs, I guess. I'm trying to find out my personality trying to become a better person in general it's like so, puberty all over again trying yeah, to find puberty. yourself my internet persona and my twitch is ren mojito we should probably just link it somewhere yeah this is all i'll probably have like a link dump depending on where i host this which was something we were talking about before we started this um mm -hmm. where we're gonna host this odds are it's gonna be hosted on youtube Odds are that's probably where, if you are listening to this, you might be listening to it there. Um, if not, I'm going to find some other hosting areas. I'll tweet about it. I don't know if I need to really go into details of where to look for to find where it's hosted, because if you're listening to it, you already know where it's hosted. So, if you found it, congratulations. You get the reward of listening to this. If you found it, then you probably didn't pay for it, in which case we're going to sue you, so. Yeah. Would you like to talk about what sort of things, what sort of topics we will discuss? Um, right now, before I even we, before we rather, really even get into any things, I think there's something that does need to be said. This past week's kind of sucked. I mean, let's face it, two pretty damn good important people just died this past week. I don't want to, you know start off on a somber note, but David Bowie and Alan Rickman both died this past week. So, do you have any thoughts on this? I I wasn't a huge, like, huge fan of David Bowie's music. Like, I, I listened to him casually here and there, man, but even, even then, I knew he was a big influence on stuff, and Alan Rickman, man, Harry Potter, people mostly know him as from being Snape, he was a good actor. I liked his stuff. Die Hard as well. It's sad. I feel it's sad if anyone dies, to be honest. And I know how much influence these people had in their respective fields. I know I have a bunch of friends who were telling me about these people as they died and how horrible their day was, how sour it was for everyone. And it's just a hard thing to swallow, even if you're not a fan or actively interested in what they did you could still respect them as a human and see how much influence they had with everyone else yeah i mean obviously we pay probably more attention to these people because they are famous and i mean they they both died to cancer from what i read of and again i'm not sure how old alan rickman was um david bowie he was 69 just turned 69 a couple of days ago and i mean I don't know about you, I said this on stream the day that I uh, found out it happened. That's kind of young in this day and age. So it's just really sad to see him go this early. And uh, yeah, man, cancer sucks. What can you do? But I think we should get off this sour note yeah. and actually talk about what we're going to discuss. Uh, yeah, it's just something I felt they deserved, you know, a little mm -hmm. notoriety or yeah, they deserve some sort of tribute there, and I think we've given that to them. So, rest in peace, David Bowie and Alan Rickman. Anyways, 
off of that note, the holidays just ended. It is mid-January at the time we are doing this, January 17th. New Year resolutions, Ren. Did you have any New Year resolutions? Oh, God, did you really ask me this? Okay. Yes, yes, I did. <sighs> all right, all right. I know it's going to sound stupid, and I'll just go on and say it. Basically, my resolution was to try and be more of a douche. I know what you're thinking. What? More of a douche. I, I know what you're thinking. Ren, be more of a douche? Yes. You see, the reason is I feel like people like to go after the people who are nice, like use and mistreat them. And I'm like, fuck that. Right. I don't want to be that type of person. So let me be more of a douche. So is that why you hung around my stream? Because I was nice and then you used and abused me and. Wait, this is sounding like something sexual, man. Let's not oh. go there. Oh, well, we that was what I was getting off. at, but. <laughs> we, let's save that for off podcasts. Anyway, how about you? Yeah. Um, yeah. New Year's resolutions have stuff. I didn't really. At the time of New Year's, I wasn't really thinking of it. I mean, I didn't do anything for New Year's Eve. I helped the person with some audio stuff, and that's about it. That's what I did. I think afterwards, probably like a week afterwards, I thought, you know what? There are some things that I do need to do. One, I need to focus a lot more like on working on my stream, making my stream stuff important. That's something that, I mean, I do put a decent amount of effort into stuff, but... There are always things I can do to make it more, and I'm trying to find ways. I, in a grand turnaround, am now trying to revive my YouTube channels that saw virtually no love just because of either internet problems, I can't upload full streams that are like three hours long with a shitty internet, or just the time constraints. It, it takes a lot to edit stuff if... And for listeners who have never done video editing, it's it's time consuming, like really time consuming. So I want to put some stuff to that. Also, I study Japanese; it's a minor. I want to put some more time into that because I realize, like, I understand the grammar and stuff of it, but man, I suck with remembering vocabulary. This is going to be kind of a theme throughout anything with Ren and myself. We have terrible memories. Who am I? Where see, am I? Ren probably doesn't even remember what the hell I just said. What are we doing right now? Why are you talking like there are the people listening? Man, I don't understand. Don't worry, man. It's all in your head. Just listen to the voices. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I want to. I actually I wanted to say something. Go on. I I have two things that are kind of related loosely. One, I just want to get this out there. I feel like resolutions are stupid. If you have something you want to change about yourself, just do it. No, no, Shalaba. Really, <laughs> That's exactly really. what I was thinking of. I know you were. Everyone else was probably thinking of that too. Seriously, though, if you don't like something about yourself, make that change. Don't wait for a day to convince you to make that change. And the second... Oh, do you want to add on to that? Uh, nah, man. Keep going. All right. The second thing I wanted to speak about was you mentioned how you were trying to make your Twitch better. Uh, what do you think are some things that people like watching on Twitch? Like, what will draw an audience? What are people looking for? Okay, well, I'm going to come out and say this very upfront, full disclosure. I have been streaming for about a year. I started, what, 
the 29th of 2014, December 29th of 2014, so about a year. And I don't have very many viewers, not many at all. It's for people who are interested in getting into Twitch. It's a very oversaturated market. This is one major thing to understand. There are streamers everywhere. It's hard to get viewers. So, so <clears throat> sorry, my throat just had a thing there. Some of the um, some of the advice I would give for people who are just wanting to improve their channel or wanting to start a channel in general is to understand that you're not going to get a lot of viewers right off the bat. Don't go in there thinking about money. You're not going to get money. Even if you are a Twitch partner, unless you're getting subscribers, like tons of them on a daily basis, sure, it costs the subscriber $5 to subscribe. You get 250 out of that 5 Twitch takes the other 250 it's not that that's not a substantial income man toilet paper costs like five dollars you need two subscribers so that you can wipe your ass keep that into perspective also in terms of advice just building network man learn to associate with other streamers who are around your viewer account you don't want to go too high or too low because it's not a an equal relationship you don't want to go to like someone who has a few thousand and try to cipher their viewers because you're just being a parasite. You want it to be a sort of a co-op thing. I am a big proponent of having streaming communities over just being a single streamer. To have other people who you host and you support each other back and forth type of a thing. And I think that really, along with persistence, because you need persistence, you will get depressed very quickly if you think that you're going to get lots of viewers. But Persistence and networking are probably your two biggest things for growing a Twitch stream and also for just starting one. I I agree with most of your points. And as a new streamer, I could see networking and having some sort of internet personality, having accounts like Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. Do people use MySpace? I, I for, haven't seen it. <laughs> Screw it. Forget those. About Reddit, Twitter, and whatever. I probably yeah. said Twitter twice, but you get the point. Um, I feel like I'm trying to look for something unique, something that most people don't do, something that could draw others to me. And I feel that most streamers that either make it big or are trying to make it big, they would go the easier route and just copy what someone else has done. It, Basically, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you want to keep going? I don't want to interrupt you there. Nah. You could, um, you could I, I do want to comment on what you said about doing something unique or copying other people. I did a, quite a bit of research into Twitch streaming before I actually started doing it. Now, I will say that the people who write these, I guess, articles and stuff about Twitch streaming generally aren't streamers. They're like trends analyst, analysts. So maybe they know what they're talking about. Maybe they're just looking at the numbers without really connecting the dots between them. It's really hard to tell. I think internet populations and what makes the internet tick is sort of uh, a hit or miss, kind of a luck sort of a thing. You're throwing darts. But one of the things I notice about streamers who are very good is that they are unique. They have, they've targeted a niche community, some community that they can, they can, dem a demographic that can be categorized, that can be easily pinpointed 
and they've targeted that and reached into that. Some people do things like I know I, I watch a lot of Vine Sauce does corruptions. Um, Vinny from there does. Joel does things like breaking computers, which is a whole different weird thing that not many people breaking do. computers. He like downloads tons of viruses to break like emulated operating systems. It's really weird. Um, but he does that. There are people who do very unique things. Me, I try to do creative streams for like game modding and 3D modeling and stuff because that's something I know and I've done for like almost a decade. But the thing to also understand is that you might have a creative spark, a creative idea, and it might not take off as quickly as you think. It's it's hard to get your name out there. There's so much stuff. The internet is constantly being flooded with information. Getting your name out there requires, I think, that networking above even having a unique idea. A unique idea will be great, and I think you will need that eventually to pull yourself ahead of the rest of the crowd to really stand out. But the networking is what's going to help you get your name out there so that people know that you do something unique. So those both both those things I think work hand in hand wonderfully, and you you need to think outside the box at this point to get somewhere with streaming or YouTube. One of the one of the things I was thinking about when I brought up that whole uh, topic, I remember going on YouTube, which isn't really the same as Twitch, but no, not people, at all. yeah, but they still have games and stuff anyway. People would make things like reaction videos, which is kind of like the big thing nowadays, I think. Reaction videos. Um, so I'm a fighting game player. That's one of my main specialties. And when there's a new release for a character or something about an upcoming game, I get excited about it, as do many people. And I'm going on YouTube looking up trailers for the characters just to relive that moment. I'm seeing things like reaction videos, which pretty much overnumber the actual trailer. And I figure, let me watch a few. So I go on, I see the reaction videos. Some of them are funny. Some of them are good. And then it comes to a point where it's pretty much the same thing over and over. This is what I'm talking about not being unique enough. And what is happening in these videos, I'll give you a short example. I remember there was a release for Cloud in Smash oh, Brothers. God, that trailer. No. Uh-huh. Yes. And one of the videos had this attractive young male Asian kid watching the trailer, which had like a small little box of the actual trailer in the video and mostly him. So I assume he was the more important part yeah. of the video. Mm -hmm. And basically what he did was he looked at it. He got excited. He started moving around, jumping on his bed, rolling around, acting all crazy. This has to be fake. No one acts like that. I mean, I'm excited, but I keep it to myself. I don't fucking break the bed. What are, what if someone else was on the bed? Are you going to fucking start having sex with them? Is that going to be the next? Okay, dude, I have this idea for a reaction video. I'll, I'll tell you that off podcast. Never mind. Oh, no. No, I think I'm getting yeah. mad. 
Y- you sure? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can be part of it if you want. I don't, I don't want to lay on the bed and have you jump on me and break me, and then this, this goes back to the use and abuse. No. No, I, my New Year's resolution is now to be a douche, too, so that I don't get abused. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't seem to have a problem with that yesterday. Oh. But speaking of which, how was your day? Uh, my day? I mean, do you want to continue about the reaction videos? Uh, I mean, do you really want to put that much focus on reaction videos? Not I feel really. like it's just it's I just it's overplayed, unnecessary. The internet goes through a fad. YouTube is greatly like that. At YouTube's, like, beginning, or close to when it started getting popular, like, blogging was a real huge thing. Like, the the Vlog Brothers, and then eventually, like, Ray William Johnson and stuff. There was Niga Higa who made, like, skits. Those were big things. Fred, whoever the hell that was. I never really watched any of his stuff. He was big. I mean, YouTube goes through fads. Now we have gaming and Let's Plays. They were a, a sort of a big fad. PewDiePie, obviously. And now we have vines and reaction videos that are becoming a fad. YouTube's mm-hmm. going to go through that. And the next five years later, well, no, no one will remember this stuff. It won't be the biggest thing because, like you said, everyone's done it. There's nothing new anymore. Move on to the next thing. That gets done too many times, gets old. Move on to the next thing. That's that's what happens. with At least with YouTube, that happens a lot. That's kind of like music too, especially with music from back in the day, but new people wouldn't, well, not new people, but children and stuff. They wouldn't actually know that it's the same thing that they used to have. But you did mention vines and this is unimportant to probably you, but I'm going to ask the big question. Do you think, do you think twerking vines will ever become unpopular? Um, I think if they do, it's going to be a lot short, a lot longer of a time before they do, simply because it's pretty much like, let's look at an ass, sex cells, human beings, like, mm-hmm. genetically and uh, evolutionary, their main goal is to have sex and reproduce. It's just a biological thing in people, even people who don't want kids. I don't want kids, but even people who are like that, you know, they genetically you are attracted to that sort of a thing or something that is in a sexual manner so a lot of people will still view them because it's essentially condoned like sexual explicit things it's even though they aren't like naked or anything it's still something that has that sexual level to it so no i don't think those are going to go away too much it's like saying porn will go away Porn ain't gonna Wait. go away. Good, you got me scared for a second, man. All right. Well, let me tell you a little bit about earlier today because that's kind of related to what you were talking about, sex selling. Oh, so you were selling yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. on the corner mm-hmm. today? Do we? No, um, I, I only. I need to discuss <laughs> with you the pricing of this because you are selling yourself too low, man. Uh, uh... I'm desperate for cash, man. I only do it on Fridays, I swear. Yesterday was it was just one time. Well, okay, I Friday and Sundays. The weekend. (laughs) Moonlight. Anyways. So, this morning, I grabbed some lemonade because I'm a little thirsty as always. Mm -hmm. I grab a cup of coffee. I grab some heroin. What? And I... 
I go into one of my websites to see about if there's any interesting topics to talk about for this podcast. So, like I say, I sit down, relaxing with my heroin, meth, and crack. <laughs> then one of the first things I saw on the actual site was cosplay pics. I'm, I'm a fan of a good cosplay. Do you know what that is? I know what cosplay is, yes. All right. Well, to the fans who don't know, well, fan, fans, one person, The three. casual person who showed up and was like, who's this <laughs> asshole? Why is this on my radio? How did this get here? Cosplay is pretty much when you dress up as a character from maybe a movie, an anime, someone you admire, and you try to look like them. Most people do it for Halloween, so it's kind of loosely similar, only you don't have to have it on Halloween. Anyway, I think to myself, this shit is pretty interesting for a weeb like me. Why don't I bring that up? And I click on it. And I'm looking down, scrolling through some of the pictures. Half of the cosplay is basically girls wearing as little as possible. Can that even be considered cosplay? Are you really being the character if you wear as little as possible? I mean, are you dressing up at that point? Or are you just undressing up? Yeah, it's like it's like a strip. Well, okay. Yeah. Like, mm. What characters are they trying to mimic? I mean, I know there are some animes that are very sexualized that have mm -hmm. women rather sexualized same with games you can also cosplay in games movies as well i realize that um so to some extent maybe they're just going for the overly sexualized characters because again like we were saying and how you link nah, this in, sex does sell I, but i uh-huh uh, but I, I know some of these animes because I do watch them and I know that they're not actively dressing like how the character would dress. I know having maybe like some cleavage showing and shit that that might be cool. But when it comes to a point where you're wearing a swimsuit and not the actual attire that the character wears, then I mean, yeah, you're not dude. the character at that point. You're just yeah, I, I know, right? You, you've changed your hair color or something, and you're wearing a bathing suit. Cool. Now, I mean, if you change I your would... hair color to blue and you're carrying a sword, you're every Fire Emblem character ever. So, regardless of outfit, you're good. You, you can now be in Smash. Except Corin. Corn. Cornbread. Yeah. Dude, I would have went to church this Sunday if I wanted to see a girl half-naked. So, come on. I don't need that. What? Um, okay. I didn't know you went to the fucking the Church of Satan, but <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. Hmm. What so, are some games you're looking forward to this year? Games I'm looking forward to this year. Um, depending on when this might happen. Now, last very, very, very late um, December, after the whole game award show, whatever. I think it was like December 22nd. Um, Legend of Wait, Heroes Trails of Cold Steel came out. It came out in... I mean, it's been out for a while in Japan, but it came out for America and Europe on the PSN network and PS3 and stuff like that. I can't remember if it was on PS Vita. I don't think it was. Maybe it was. Um, it's been tearing up in freaking the, like, 
website awards and reviews. It's been getting like, I think the lowest review I saw for it was an 8.5 and it's been winning like some serious, along with Trails of, um, Trails in the Sky second chapter. They've just been winning reviews for freaking best RPG and best characters and they've been doing great. So I'm looking forward to whenever a PC release of that might be. There's been a PC release for Trails in the Sky. I assume there will be a PC release as well for uh, Trails of Cold Steel. So I'm really looking forward to that a lot. Um, other than that, Dragon's Dogma, which was has been out for uh, consoles for a while, that came out a couple of days ago, I believe. And I bought it. I got it at a discount. And I, um, I do have that. I do intend to stream that as well. But... That just came out, and for those who might not know what that game is about, I mean, Trails of Cold Steel, if I go back there for a second, that one's your a JRPG game, very good game, recommend playing it, all the Trails Legend of Heroes games are great, but with Dragon's Dogma, picture Monster Hunter, but with maybe a little more story-ish elements to it, and a darker fantasy setting. I feel like it's maybe more closer to gothic fantasy than high fantasy that Monster Hunter is. So I'm kind of interested in seeing how that works out. I've seen a little bit of the gameplay. Looks fun. Looks pretty cool. But um, I'll probably have a better review of what it is after I actually sit down and play it. Fair enough. What sort of Monster Hunter did you say it was? Monster Hunter? Do you, do you, are you talking no. like what sort it's? No, I'm... I'm- yeah, what is it like? Like you said, Monster fantasy Hunter. maybe. Fantasy. Uh, Monster people. Hunter is, yeah, I would say it's fantasy. It's definitely fantasy. You've got monsters, obviously, big monsters, and you and apparently a group of fucking cats. I don't know. I've only seen a little bit of Monster Hunter, the latest one mm-hmm. I think that came out, and like you go out and you do just that. You hunt monsters. You kill these huge monsters. You have to track them down. And like trap them sometimes or just outright kill them. And then you skin them, take their things, and you can use their like body parts and stuff that they had with them, scales and stuff, to make new weapons and armor. That's how you upgrade your stuff. So that's really cool. I don't know if Dragon's Dogma does that, but that's Monster Hunter. It's for like 3DS and stuff. It's a Nintendo game. So, or no, it's, no, it's, I, I, it's, I believe it's Capcom. I believe actually. it's Capcom. Yeah. Yeah. Capcom, it's on Nintendo systems. But, um, that's what that game is. And Dragon's Dogma, I don't know if it has the same sort of skidding and crafting system as Monster Hunter. I hope it does, but I don't think it does. Either way, it is similar to that, I think. Just with a different sort of atmosphere. It's much darker of an atmosphere. And it has, from what I've heard, a very short main story, but with tons of side quests. So you play it for the side quests, basically. You see, uh, to add a little more detail to the Monster Hunter, I just wanted to note that when you say monsters, I believe you mean dinosaurs, right? No. Do you remember? No? It's not no. mostly a dinosaur. This Torok, no. This is, but you fight like Dragons Monster and, Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter, you fight like dragons and stuff in there too. Well, I mean, what's I the difference? I, I mean, what do you mean, what's the difference? Dinosaurs, dragons, pretty much the same thing. I mean, okay, Com- maybe. You fight other things too. There's like, 
man, I haven't seen enough to be able to explain what each type of monster is. There's like okay. Wobber Jackies oh, or something in there. I don't know. Wobber Jackies? What is this? Star Wobber Wars? Jockers or whatever the fuck they're called. Do you get to play as Han Solo? Uh, no, sadly you don't. Because, anyways, you know where that's going. Mm. No, you don't. I don't actually. know. What's going. No, no. <laughs> I have not seen the latest movie. I'm probably like the only one in the world who hasn't seen the movie yet. Uh, to be honest, I saw it really late because I live generally at when I'm. I live in North Carolina, and in my city where I was, um, well, apparently all. Would you the like movie to tell us theaters, what city? Not really. No. Um, okay. All of the movie theaters were basically sold out for two weeks. I don't know how that happened, but for full two weeks, they're sold out. So I didn't see the movie until about a week or two ago. So I don't blame you for not if seeing it. If we're adding some personal information in, my birthday was actually the day of the movie release. So it would have been a good gift. I could have gone, but, you know, all you worthless humans would sell out the movie theaters. So thanks a lot. Yet all you worthless humans, because on his birthday, Ren is no longer human. I am above the human rights. You're supposed to celebrate me and my my living, my my birth. Right. I I'm still alive, you know. Does staying no one care? Alive, staying alive. No, please don't <laughs> don't sing. Don't embarrass yourself. I know it's horrible. Um. Speaking of horrible things, Sony. Let's talk a little bit about Sony. So, mm -hmm. I think like a week ago, I read this on Twitter, and it has been verified, as far as I'm aware, that uh, Sony tried to get a trademark for the term "Let's Play." What do you What, do what you think about fuck? that, Ren? I believe that is ridiculously stupid. Like, how about Xbox try to make a trademark for drinking water? You're no longer allowed to do it. It's not well, hip anymore. Xbox is going to give me a copyright claim because I just drank water. Uh, no. Do you sponsor Xbox? Is this Fuck sponsored no. by Xbox right now? This is sponsored by Doritos and Mountain Dew. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. No, anyway. it's not sponsored by the Dorito-flavored Mountain Dew or anything like that. We do not this, endorse this. This. You're not you when you're hungry. Yeah, so... Have a snicker. Have some sneakers. But... Snickers. <laughs> Sony. Yeah, Sony tried to do a trademark on Let's Play, and thankfully it was denied. However, it was denied for a reason that I'm like, what? Apparently, it wasn't denied because the copyright trademark firm, whatever, was like, no, this is fucking stupid. It was denied because... Something like it already exists. Let's play, but with an, a Z and not an S already exists as a trademark. And they were denied because Let's Play, as pretty much all other Let's Plays that you would see on YouTube, is too similar in spelling to that. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how that works. I don't know this legal system. I personally, no, I'm not the, uh, some fucking attorney or anything. Though, you know, Ren and I, we both play one on air right now. Um, I don't particularly understand why 
someone would be able to get Let's Play for Z. Maybe they got it before Let's Plays were a big thing. I'm not entirely sure. To be honest, if anyone was to copyright Let's Play, I would have expected like Rooster Teeth to do it since they have, like for their Achievement Hunter people, they have Let's Play as a huge thing. That is their main thing. So I would have expected them to come in there and do something over Sony, but then again, they aren't cunts. Sony, uh, kind of a cunt. Mm, just a little, don't you think? You remember that time when they got hacks, like, what, three years ago, and what they gave was two, two years ago, whatever. Yeah, no, and, I don't remember. I said I do. Oh, okay. And basically, all they gave was a reward or a thank you or a sorry was pretty much, what, like two out of a list of five games for free. And those were only if you had a PlayStation account. If you didn't have it after, then you don't get fucking anything. And they were shut down for two months because of the hacking. So what exactly, I don't remember in detail, what exactly happened to the hacking? You said that they were shut down, but like, how much personal information was stolen? Was there basically any sort of identity theft sort of business going on with that? There was a ton of identity theft, which is why I would recommend people who play on PlayStation and want to buy things digitally, just get the cards. I don't trust it with my credit card at all. Fair enough. I, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I was just going to say, that's kind of a good thing just to go on for anything, man. Online shopping, it's convenient as hell. We've all probably done it. It's not really safe. Yeah, I don't really know exactly what happened. I don't have the information in front of me. I could probably find out later. As for the lawyer thing, I also have a lawyer who is a... I mean, I also have a friend who is a lawyer. <laughs> yes, I have a lawyer who is a friend. Well, there you Same go. Difference. I'll Phoenix get back right. to you on that as well. Objection! Sustained or overruled or whatever the judge is supposed to say to that. Um... Uh, it's his choice, but I have an idea for a trademark. Listen to this. This is okay. our thing, all right? Okay. I don't know if anyone's listening. They're probably not listening, so let's just say this. They're asleep already. No one will know. We're good. Okay. So, you know how they came out with Let's Play and Let's Play with the Z? Yeah. Think about this. I really want your response. How about Let's Played? We already did it. It's over. <laughs> I mean... I think grammatically that's closer to <laughs> what it actually is on YouTube. <laughs> it's ingenious, right? It's perfect. Let's play. Uh -huh. There you go. We're writing that down. Um, that's going to be the name of the podcast. Let's played. <laughs> and there we go. Even though no one's going to play it. so Yeah, it won't be played. It'll be like, please play. <laughs> Begging. <laughs> We'll pay you guys. We'll pay to hear. But um, mm. we do actually have a name for this podcast, kind of. We, You Maybe. basically came up with it more than I did. I just made it the image that goes on the YouTube channel for it. That's pretty much our relationship. I come up with the big ideas, and you take all the credit. I'm pretty sure I just gave you credit there, I no one is going to listen to this. You do not understand. 
<laughs> let's just replay the recording there, Jim, where I said that uh, Ren came up with it, and uh, I don't even listen to this. Come on, <laughs> I'm not listening. He's not even listening right now. This is just automated, Ren. This is a robot who just mad libs. This is a recording. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we came up with it. Or Ren did, rather, not me. I'm removing myself completely see, from it. See, Ren it completely came up with it. Perfect. And he called it Frame Drop. Do you want to go into your rationale for why you came up with that? Um. Okay, so what I did was I wrote down some words on a piece of paper. I cut up the paper. I pinned them to my chalkboard. I got... What are those things called that you darts? Yeah, I got some darts and I tossed them at the chalkboard and I picked whichever stuck. Here we Sounds go. Sounds like how I named my stream. <laughs> Why did you add the streaming part again? Why did you throw the third one? Um, because I'm a dumbass. But then again, if you think about it, SSS is a lot better than SS since SS was Nazi Germany's secret police. So, you know, I I'm distancing myself from Hitler a little bit with my name. Alright, you know what, on this topic, let's just move on, please. Please. Well, speaking of Hitler, and you know- No, please! <laughs> no, I was gonna link this in. No, I was gonna link this into um, Metal Gear Online. Okay. It just came out a uh, couple days ago, I think. It's finally in beta form. I have yet to play it myself, but again, like Dragon's Dogma. I've seen a bit of it played. And a lot of the complaints I've heard from it, just before I go into my experience with what I saw, has been that it is laggy. That the netcoding isn't really, uh, isn't really great. I personally, when I watched it streamed, I didn't see anything like that at all. The only thing I saw was that the matchmaking for the stealth portion, because you have different game types. You have, like, Cloak and Dagger, which is your stealth game type. I didn't even get to see that, because the matchmaking was that pathetic. Um, there's just nobody basically wanting to play that. They're all playing the heavy shooter, duder, like, Call of Duty style thing, where you just shoot people and capture points. So, that's the version I think is most popular at the moment. But, uh, I saw it played. It didn't seem very laggy. It seemed... I I'm not sure... I only saw a little bit of it from somebody who had just started it. So, I know that there's some customization that you can do with characters and skills. There were people wearing fucking squids on their head. So, Splatoon, apparently. There was a half-naked, sexy snake in there. That was... Naked snake? But wearing, like, a bra and, you no, know... No, 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 That That's his name. Oh, wait. He wore a bra? What? What the fuck is this? Is this Metal Gear? Yeah, I'm, is, I'm pretty sure it was Metal Gear. I was on Twitch, I think. Uh, you sure it wasn't the streamer? Maybe this is Metal no, Gear Ridden. No, it was not the not no. This was entirely legit. There's just some weird costumes that you can get in that game, in the online portion of it, and you go up levels and stuff and upgrade your stuff. I assume what I saw the initial loadouts didn't seem too diverse i don't know i would kind of like to be able to have my own custom guns in there but i can understand why that wouldn't be a thing because there are some guns just from having done the fob missions the fobbing um 
some of them can one shot you. I, I I've had a gun that I've taken on fobs numerous times that just one shots my enemies immediately knocked to the ground. One more shot dead. So I can I, see why they wouldn't do that. I don't play Metal Gear, so could you give me a small summary of what a fob mission is? Okay, a fob is forward operating base. I think that's the name of it. In Metal Gear 5, you were kind of forced to create these forward operating bases, which are kind of just like second mother bases. If you've um if you've played Peace Walker or know anything about Peace Walker, it's you know how there's a base. You have your mother base, it's kind of in the ocean. It's called Outer Heaven or whatever it is in um Peace <laughs> Walker. Well, you pretty much have that again in Phantom Pain, but with the forward operating bases you have another one that you make. The other one is the one that does the multiplayer stuff, where other players, well, the initial multiplayer stuff. This is not related to Metal Gear Online. This was, this was initiated, <clears throat> bad time throat. <laughs> this was initiated into the game, um, at, at release, unlike the online version, where basically players could try to infiltrate your base. You set up guard, security, cameras, traps, and stuff. You don't have too much variation of where you can place them, so it's pretty easy to memorize stuff. But they can infiltrate your base, steal your men, steal your resources, which is really kind of annoying because you are, again, forced to set this up. You don't have a choice in this matter. Even if you go offline, the minute you come back online, automatically everything kicks in. Everything you lost is lost. So that's really annoying. But... That's what forward operating bases is and FOB missions. They're basically, you go to attack another person's base. However, if you get detected, that other person, if they're online, can join in and try and stop you. Which is kind of broken, because there are numerous times when I can, where these people would come in, they'd try to stop me, and I'd just wreck them. But they'd respawn with Con picture constantly respawning, not worrying about death, and you have like a rocket launcher. It's like, ah, uh, kind of. You're eventually going to lose. Side. Exactly, because they can just stand at the exit point if they want to and just camp out there so that you get right up there and then instant killed. So, I don't, I, mean, I don't know, man. It sounds like a stalking simulator. Like, you have to actively know when this person is online, when this person isn't online, and then go hunt them down. I mean, I've done things where I would be like, because you can see these people's, like, you can actually look at their Steam from uh, the game, from the interface. Mm -hmm. It'll bring up their Steam. And you can look and be like, okay, this person's offline. I've done that before because I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with some asshole coming in here and just, if I get detected, like, automatically yeah, you rather ruining be the something. Asshole. I would rather, yes, yes, I would rather be the asshole because here's the thing. If you do get detected, they can retaliate and come after your base. So I would rather it does not happen. So yeah, I will look at their steam. Okay, they're offline. Now I'm going to go do it so I don't have a chance of them popping in. Do you do you think that Kojima may have had a base and someone stole him? Is that why he's no longer with uh, Konami, is it? Konami? I think Kojima had a very in-depth op system going on for Konami. Because when he left, he took 
Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, he took its audio options. Stole it. Not in the game. No way to adjust volume. Mm. He was a double agent. He, he was a tricky one, that Kojima. Didn't he also get some sort of partnership with Sony, I believe? That was recent news. I I haven't heard anything about that, actually. I'm not sure if you can perhaps like source that or look that up. But, uh... Yeah, I could try, but carry on. Yeah, so Metal Gear Online. One of the things I wanted to ask you with this is... And one of the things I wanted to bring up and then ask you also... Is I'm not sure I feel about, you know, them releasing the multiplayer, the actual multiplayer element of the game, what, some five months after its initial release, after everyone's played it, gotten bored of it, that sort of a thing. So what I want to ask you is, do you think it would have been better if they just waited to release the game until they had the multiplayer implemented because it would have given them time to maybe fix up the second chapter's story, which everyone complains about being kind of rushed-seeming and kind of bullshit. They could have had time to fix that up. They would have implemented the multiplayer game while the game itself was still relevant and everyone had a massive boner for it. And maybe it would have been Game of the Year. Maybe it would have not had such negative reviews towards the end. Because at first it was initially extremely positive, but then it kind of tapered down after people started getting to the second chapter i feel that most games it's kind of hard when it comes to release dates because when you gotta factor in christmas time uh black friday basically times where people want to buy games right that's really important that's where you get the sales so sometimes things are rushed which aren't for the best but it's for money i guess which they're looking after themselves, not us. That is when true. I think of, when I think of content, I do like content being applied after a game has been released. However, I do feel like there's a certain grace period. Like, let's say a month. A month is good, right? Everyone gets to play the game. They're still enjoying it. Maybe they're going on and off at times. But then you add more content. So let me continue playing. And maybe they would keep doing it weekly or monthly, giving me more of a reason to continue playing. However, if you're waiting five months, you got to realize people move on. There are other games that are being put on the market. There are life situations, other reasons for people not to play the game. And that's where the game actually dies. You won't get that many people who are willing to play with you. So then what's the point of online in general? Um, yeah, I want to actually uh, question you a little bit on that. When you say that you don't mind new content being released for the game, do you mean free content, mm-hmm. or is this also DLC content that you have to pay for? Okay, well, this depends on a few things. This depends on the game and the actual content. Now, or actually the price as well. Now, for, I guess, Metal Gear, since we're running off that, um, I don't really know what the DLC is, if there is DLC at all, but something I would pay for it would be added on stories at maybe five to ten bucks, uh, playing as specific characters, like characters from the past. I could see that being a cool two to five bucks I would go for. It's, since it's not mandatory, you don't really need new characters, but it is a welcome addition. 
Well, there is DLC for Phantom Pain, at least on PC, and it's mostly just, like, outfits, costumes that you can wear. What are the prices? I don't have Steam up on at the moment. I turned everything off for the podcast. Um, Do you have an uh, estimation? I think there were, like, maybe 2 to $5. I think I saw them at a discount, so I might be wrong. But uh-huh. I think it was, like, 2 to $5 for each one, I think. Okay, well, if they come in the set, then maybe that might be something you want. You don't really need it to improve the game, uh, unless it's maybe camouflage gear, which might actually break the game. I don't think it so, was that. I think it was like a suit was one of them. Well, then and, fuck that. Yeah. Also, I want to go off of something. You mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, a month being a good grace period. How do you feel about how Bethesda releases their DLCs? Their, their DLC, granted, is more in the traditional sense of what dlc at least it was i don't know how they're gonna go with fallout 4 and stuff but originally with like oblivion and marwin they were more in the traditional expansion pack sort of vein of dlc do you feel that they release this usually too late since it's usually like a year or so after the game is released that they bring this stuff is or do you think considering the amount of content it is that it's fine to release it a year later or something of that instance. See, that's really tricky because, again, that leads to companies figuring out how they make the book. Like, is this worth the actual effort to get the revenue back in? And I can't actively say as a gamer, and I don't really play Fallout 4, I have heard news about there being someone who sped run Fallout 4 in one hour. So the game could be beaten pretty quickly depending on your... Yeah, it could be beaten pretty quickly depending on how you set up your character. That said, maybe they should start the actual DLC as as bad as this may sound. Maybe they should start it during the actual production. I'm not saying have it completely finished and then sell it at a later date, but, you know, having some key features like stories, maybe the models, whatever you need, have that done. I think they honestly do. The terms of like the models and stuff, I'm going to go to Skyrim since Skyrim is the last Bethesda game that had DLC and everything. Because again, Fallout 4 hasn't had anything released. They have a season's pass, which implies that there's going to be DLC, but they haven't released anything. Skyrim released, um, I think, at first it released Hearthstone, or no, not Hearthstone, Hearthfire. Hearthstone is a fucking game. Um, Hearthfire, which was basically... Which is another fucking game. Is it? Isn't it a game? I mean, there's Hearthstone, that's the World of Warcraft card game thing. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Go on. Yeah. Um, Hearthfire was the DLC, which basically let you build your own house in specific areas, and you could adopt children for whatever god-awful reason, and uh, that's about it. That was a small thing, and I don't remember when that was released, but then after that, they had... What was it? Not It wasn't Dragonborn. It was something to do with vampires. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, they released that, which was kind of a whole new area, and it offered, it offered the ability to become like a, a vampire lord. You could look different. So in that case, yes, they made new models. In the case of gargoyle enemies, again, they made new models. 
and maybe some of the dogs. They maybe did some retexturing too. So there's a very See. small amount of that. But I think they did probably start this from the get-go. However, it's still a lot of content. I'm not sure where I was going with this. I've lost my train of thought at this point. But I'm just going Basically, to Basically, you're telling you us that is. we could be an edgelord. You could be. I'm just trying to think, is it worthwhile? Because I think you have to consider the game as well. I think this is where I was going with it. Games like Metal Gear Solid Five don't have near as much... Um, they don't have near as much uh, replayability that games like Skyrim have. You play them primarily for the story, maybe for some custom loadout stuff here and there, but you mostly play them for story reasons. Games like uh, Fallout 4 and Skyrim and Oblivion, I don't know who plays those games from the stories, just because personally, and again, send all of your hate mail to me, I'll put a link below, you can send everything you despise about me to me, um... Their stories suck. I really don't think they're greatly written stories. They're enough to kind of keep you semi-engaged, but when you play games like that, you're generally playing them for the gameplay elements itself, for the customability, for the role-playing elements, the exploration, the immersion of it. You're not playing them for the story. So for games like that, which have high replayability, our long-term DLC or DLC that's released far in the future a good way to potentially bring players back into their game addiction that they had originally? Or would it still be better to release that while they're still addicted to it? Uh, I would... If it was me personally, if I'm making a game, I want them to be still addicted, but I want them to be slightly losing their interest. Like they're having fun. Things are getting a little repetitive, but then bam, something new content. Keep them on edge. Keep them wanting, make them want to actually buy it when it's fresh, when the game is actually important and popular. And also to note about the Kojima thing, uh, I have a source. I have a few sources actually, but IGN. Kojima Productions and Sony officially announced partnership December 15, uh, 2015. Yeah, IGN. Oh, uh, it's going to be like uh, Metal Gear, but more straightforward. Polygon is also another place. So there's multiple places that I could cite that. And I guess we could leave a link as well. Yeah, definitely. I'll Uh, leave a link to the Sony stuff as well. mm Mm-hmm. My uh, my computer is about to probably crash Load. because, yeah, Skype, Skype is stupid. So. I will, okay, for those who do not know, which is pretty much everyone, Ren Skype likes to take over his computer and make it blow up. So we have to cut off the call and then regain it every hour because Skype sucks. Like, or else terribly. I'll die. Yes, Ren, will, he will physically die. Skype will come up and shank him. I got death threats. Yeah, it's it's getting ugly, man. So we're going to end the call and bring him back. So I will end it right now for you, man. Cool off. Fend okay. off the knives. Mm-hmm. And now, now Ren is gone. We've lost him forever. I should probably call him back. Right, let me see if I can actually do that. Yes. He's on Don't Disturb, so I wasn't sure if I'd be able to. I don't know, man. It's a tough world out there. I think they're still after me. Don't worry, man. We're gonna we're gonna hire like some. Look, I'm Italian. I can get like some some of my people. Some 
little goons up in there. They're gonna, we're gonna come up in there and. Are they gonna come after me? Are they gonna help me or come after me? No, things get confusing every now and then. You see. Uh, do I need a gun? Guys, I need help. I want to get an Uzi if do you know. Send in your donation money so I could buy a gun. Just not really. Please. No. Not Send really. in your donation money so that Ren can survive the night. <laughs> I need food, man. I need food. It's a cold world out there. Yeah. Oh, man, I wanted to say something. You got distracted by Skype about what you said about the Skyrim stuff and... You wanted them to not be addicted, or you wanted the addiction not to go too down. addicted. Yeah, just a little bit. Where was I going with that? You, it, it brought up a point that I wanted to mention, and I, I've, I've lost it. So, well, that is perfectly fine because I was also interested in something. Because since we're mostly talking about games, I was thinking earlier. Oh yeah, by the way, just a little bit more information. I was also watching a Smash stream since they're showing like a Genesis tournament. It's one of a, some sort of popular Smash tournament. And basically what makes it so popular is that most of the Japanese players actually come across to America in order to challenge us and to probably take the crown home to Japan as well as the money. Yeah, they want some fame. Which hypes up this shit a lot because it's international. How do you feel about the difference between Japanese and American players with certain games? Um, because obviously there's different play styles. Yeah, I'm sure there's different play styles for each character and stuff. I mean, I think internationally, cross culturally, and just racially, it, it, competition has really no borders like that. I feel like there are people who can be competitive in any sort of set like that. I think Japanese competitors and American competitors at their core are just that. They're competitors. They're people who want to be good at something and want to show that they're good at something. Um, I don't know the skill differences. Maybe the Japanese are way fucking better than the Americans. Maybe they're not. I'm not entirely sure. If that is the case, then... Um, uh, Let me make a little comment on that. I'm not necessarily talking about skill-wise, but play style-wise. Because, for example, like I said, Smash Brothers, most Americans are pretty aggressive players as far as I remember. I may be wrong, I may be out of touch, but we're pretty much rushing you down, trying to get the damage. And Japanese players, they're a little bit more defensive, a little more calculating. Why want you to make a mistake? I'll capitalize on it. So in games in general, how do you feel about the difference culture-wise? Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a culture thing that would make that. I think maybe it's just a strategic thing. If your opponent, mm -hmm. you know, is very, very aggressive and is, just by statistics alone, thus makes them more prone to making mistakes because they are being more aggressive, they're attacking more, then a defensive, mm -hmm. more passive strategy is probably the best one because you can minimalize the damage they're doing to you while then capitalizing on mistakes that they made. And I'm not saying this from inexperience. I used to play um, Jedi Academy professionally 
And I was very much a... I know, that sounds fucking stupid. I realized the pro element of that game was very minimalistic. It's not near as bad as Smash. Smash has way more people. So, obviously, I I did have some competitive level in me at one point and another. So, I do have maybe a little experience with this. But I know I played very passively, and I was fine going up against the more aggressive players because they did just that. They were... I was able to fight them in my element. And mm-hmm. to some extent, I suppose you being the passive person also fight in their element as well. I don't know how two aggros going at each other really work. When I see in that, because I did see some professional matches of two aggressive people, it's usually over in a matter of minutes, depending on uh, quite a few things. I mean, you generally don't go aggressive against staff players in Jedi Academy just because they're usually aggressive and Shrek you. But, I mean, a one-on-one staff fight can be done in a matter of minutes when they collide. So, or seconds, rather. So, I feel like, in terms of back, bringing this back to Smash, because I kind of just derailed the game, um, I think it's a uh, strategic reason of why they do this. If you've calculated that American players are more aggressive, surely these professionals have likely also calculated that and have developed a strategy that they believe will successfully counter that. I'm saying this based off also seeing Japanese streams, to be honest, because they also play defensive against each other. So I'm thinking maybe it's how they're brought up. Maybe they think differently, which isn't a bad thing, but I don't know how this could relate to it. I just uh, had another thought. Could it be maybe connection? Because I know since Japanese Japan is a smaller place, their Wi-Fi is much better since it doesn't have to be spread as much. While, um, while we have like East Coast, West Coast as Americans. True. So, so you're could basically that saying so- because they have better Wi-Fi, they can counter more effectively because they're getting the better connection. Maybe they could train themselves more effectively to counter, possibly, while we're just like going maybe a little slower. So we're constantly thinking of attacking so we could actually get the kill, get the win. I, maybe, I'm, I, I think a lot of this we're going into like cultural and psychological elements where I would just like to say that neither of us have any skills or um, profession in psychology or sociology, I don't think I'm really equipped to say a lot about mm-hmm. this particular thing. I, uh, I, I've basically given my opinion on it. I don't know if anything culturally would uh, affect that. Wi-Fi, uh, maybe, but... Fair, I, fair enough. I'm just not sure. Well, then, is there anything else you want to talk about? Like, uh, should we do the whole picture thing right now since we're getting near the end uh sure so ren you have uh you have something that you've created again i give full credit to ren at this point so we have recording that i did not steal his damn creation all right basically what this is is i have gone through a list of anime pictures and i spotted some ones that looked a little peculiar for Mm. this podcast this he does not watch anime at all he well maybe a little bit but haven't watched rarely. it since high school okay and how, how old are you exactly I'm are you 22 like, and a junior in 
uh, uni, so it's been about six years or something because I took a year off. It's it's been a while, so most anime Bye. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. So I figured this would be interesting. I got uh, about five different pictures, and what he's going to do is he's going to look at a picture one at a time and describe the actual picture, thinking about all the details, what's in the scene, what they're doing, what they're thinking. And I'll also have a link of the actual pictures underneath the video. Or yeah. if we're just... This will be link dumped for sure. You guys okay. will have these, oh, throat, why are you doing this? <clears throat> My throat flips out sometimes and I just can't speak. Um, it's all the blowjobs he gives. Apparently, this is this was a conversation before about how apparently I tell technological equipment to blow me a lot when it doesn't work. So I'm apparently going through a blowing stage, as opposed as Ren claims. So, mm. yeah, we will put this in a link dump though the pictures, so you guys will be able to look at them in real time as I do and be subjected to the same oddity that is Ren's brain that it'll, I am. I promise it'll get more weird every single time we do this. Oh, no. So, oh. let's start off with the first one, if you will. You have the link? Oh yeah, you already have that yep. in chat. Mm -hmm. is, is this individual, or oh god. Yeah, there are uh, it goes off row by row. You could just roll down, and there's four on the first page, and one specially unique one that I'll save for last. Oh goody. So... Let me just describe what this is. It's very, we could take this lewd very easily, but I'm going to be the better man and not take this lewd. So what we've got going on here is there's this person. It looks like probably a man considering his outfit. He's standing and coming through a, a satanic multidimensional portal is this like blonde chick, I guess. She's got white, some purple white hair. White, white hair. White hair, okay. And blue. I was confused. I'm partly colorblind, so. And she's just popping up in there. She's just right in between his legs coming out. Now, not going, like, upward, but, like, in front of him. Kind of like what you would expect, like, a second penis would do, you know, coming outward as opposed to upward. Um, I said I wasn't going to go lewd with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, that ended quickly. I'm so glad you did. Uh, and she's just busting up out of there. And the, the, the subtitles at the bottom says, Hi, darling. So what's going on here, man? is, um, what I'm guessing, we got these two people, they're probably, like, lawyers or something, they're looking like they're wearing some, or maybe, like, university students, something important, they're in some sort of, they're wearing, like, suit outfits, so we got going on is, the guy, he's talking to, like, me, like, an underling, a boss or something, he's talking to some other dude, and that other dude's wife, she's just popped up and is like, hey, darling, what's up, mm. kind of inconvenient time, she's real into doing some weird stuff, winking at him, too. So, it's just kind of interrupting this job meeting that's going on. And, yeah, that's about it. That, or she really wants to give the other guy a piggyback ride. Because she's in the position to give him a piggyback ride, and that would be pretty cool, too. I have no idea how to respond to all of this. I think you took this way out of proportion. <laughs> and I really feel a little bit uncomfortable. Really? I would like to make a... Mm -hmm. What? I said, really? Hmm. Yeah. I'd kind of like to move on. <laughs> no, no, please. Do subscribe what this is. What? Oh, yeah. I have to come up with a name for this. This anime as well. This is something that we do. I come up with a name based on what it's, it is. 
um, I, I don't even know, man. Fucking waifu workplace. Waifu workplace? That sounds like an actual thing. I think I'm going to start making a manga after the podcast. I got a lot of things to do after this podcast. Yeah, waifu workplace. So, how how close was I, Ryan? Is this dead on? Did I just nail the plot of this uh, anime? To be honest, I have actually sent you a bunch of anime pictures that I have no clue about. So, technically, I could also... What was that your head? <laughs> no, that was my was that? hand, but that's really close to my head. Okay, this time. So, to be honest, I could actually make a description of this myself, but I don't think I could top what you did. I, I- think so. Well, we're never gonna know what this story is, actually. We're never gonna mm. know the truth of it anymore. Someone write that in the comment, if you're there. If you're out there, please Anybody who's us. decided to listen for how long have we been going? For over an hour? An hour and 15 minutes or so? If you're still mm. here, not asleep, for whatever reason listening, and you know what the first picture, what anime that's from, go ahead and give us a synopsis of the story. Embellish uh, uh, it all you want, because we're not going to know the fucking difference. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the second one. Oh, uh, this is some coast-to-coast AM shit going on here. Um, So what we got going on here is just this dude in glasses. He looks like he might also be in, like, maybe a school or maybe, like, one of those parking complexes things. You know, those ones that are, like, the buildings that you drive up into. He's probably in one of them, and behind him are a bunch of star-eyed, like, shadow people. So, what I assume this is, is this guy up in front, he's Senpai. And all of the other people, they're the people who just, they have those star anime eyes. They want him to notice him. They notice him. They're following him. But they're black because he just doesn't notice them, man. This is oh, it. This, this, is, this is Senpai. Senpai Simulator. Senpai, why are, okay, never mind, I'm not going to touch on that. That's all it is, man, it's Senpai Simulator. Dude, waifu, workplace, Senpai Simulator. We've got, like, game things going on right now. We're coming up with some classics or something. Oh, just a short note, did you hear about the waifu simulator being renamed, possibly? Not waifu simulator, uh, Yandere? Yandere. Yes, I did hear about him. Um, the developer of Yandere Sim, which is basically a game about what we kind of just described, getting Senpai to notice you by perhaps mm-hmm. brutally murdering an entire school of uh, competitors. Um, yeah, he's thinking, I think, what was it? He wanted to remove the simulator element out of it because he thought simulator was sort of overpopularized. I actually don't know anything about it, the news. I thought you did. I read a little bit of it. I only read a, like a very small amount of it that was posted on something. I think RPG fan or something, RPG site on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. said something about it, and I follow them because I like RPG games. Um, and I think they mentioned it slightly, and I think that was the reason why the developer was considering a name change, because how Simulator is kind of overused or something like that. I, I can say for like an 80% certainty, he wanted to get rid of the simulator element and probably replace that with something. I believe it. I could actually go find that. I saw some information on my Weeb site, quote unquote. Yes, I'll go look up while uh, you move on to the next picture. Uh, What the 
fuck is this? We got some exorcist shit going on in here, dude. So, okay, I recognize that headband. This is some Naruto shit. At least I think it is. I believe, I, mean, I believe it's pronounced Naruto. Yeah, so I said Naruto. You said Naruto. Na- no, I Naruto. didn't. Na- Naruto. Naruto. I don't, I'd not say Naruto. <laughs> Whatever. It's Na- from some fucking okay. weed show. Um, mm. the, the caption, the, uh, good English man. Radio. Fucking slick mind for radio can remember exactly what I'm saying. The subtitles says, I can see you, and it shows this dude in, like, a dark outfit, kind of, with khaki pants, maybe, a weird headband, and his head's kind of, like, kind of twisted at, like, a complete 90 degrees, and, uh, for people listening, go ahead and try to twist your neck 90 degrees, like, horizontally, and see if you don't break your neck. Like, 90 degrees, like, down to his shoulder kind of a business. So, um... I just assume this is Naruto Exorcist, Naruto Exorcist edition. There's nothing to this, man. He's like twist. He's reaching for somebody too, so he's like maybe reaching into somebody's pants, somebody's pocket. He's got to get real down low and like twist his head. You know what? Maybe he's actually doing like a. He's a proctologist. He's doing a prostate exam, and he's going up in there trying to pull okay. off prostate cancer. No, no, this is it. where I, this is where I have to cut you off because you're starting to go into some deep. Cthulhu shit levels. Cthulhu? Let's not go there. Is Cthulhu in your Cthulhu in your prostate? <laughs> well, maybe you want to check. Out comes Eldritch Wars for Ren's ass. Make a sacrifice. This I actually do know because sadly I did once upon a time watch Naruto. Basically, this scene. It, oh yeah, you didn't name the anime, but I did. I said Naruto Exorcist. Okay, Naruto's. Except, right, right. I wasn't maybe paying Naruto attention. Naruto proctologist would be better. Maybe, but basically, this scene was low budget animated, which is why his neck is bent like that. It's not really so. He's supposed to be doing a flip right now, but his head goes first, I guess. That's how you flip. I mean, that's how I flip. I set my head on a complete one eighty, man. <laughs> like the top of my head is connected to the neck, and the bottom is just. You know, free balling it up in the air. Mm-hmm. I just assume he's a stalker. He could see everything. I don't know, man. I think he's a proctologist. All right, let's move on to the next. <laughs> what? Well, okay. The next one we got some really like fucking chibi sort of anime girl with purple hair. I think that is purple, right? Um, kind of dark cares? purple, dark bluish. Sure, it's purple now. And, um, she looks high as fuck. She kind of reminds me of Reset from, uh, Resetier? Yeah. Resetier, that's what it is. Resetier, not Resetier, wow. Resetier, uh, shopkeep thing on, uh, Steam. That's, she kind of reminds me of that, and she's just high as balls. So, she's high as hell, she has her mouth open because she's hungry, and she's going for some fucking onigiri and whatnot, and is gonna... <laughs> all over that shit, man. And, man, I, what would this anime be named? You gave me a picture of this girl's face. How am I gonna come up with the name of this anime? 
<laughs> this is like fucking the prequel to Scooby-Doo when they all get high and get the munchies. This is what creates Scooby-Doo. They meet this chick, and she introduces them to some real trippy drugs, and this is how they go on Mystery Mobile adventures. So this is just Scooby-Doo, the drug-induced prequels. Right, row no, no, okay, stop, 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 please. <laughs> Before the podcast, we were doing really bad Scooby and Shaggy impressions. It got, uh, it got terrible. Come on, Scoob! You like Scoob? All right, Get a so before, be- before I move on to the last special picture, I found out some information about the Yandere simulator. Okay. I'm going to read word for word on i believe the main actual site that he posts on i don't know anyway it says i'm merely trying to communicate the fact that i don't want yandere simulator to be dismissed as a joke simply because it has the word simulator in the title i intend to spend the next few years of my life trying to make Sure that this game has excellent gameplay and solid design, and it would be very sad if all my progress go—I mean, all my work—goes to waste because of just the word in the game's title. So you were right about the simulator part. And you know, just kind of going off what he said, I've loosely been following Yandere Simulator. I haven't played it. I've watched people who have played it, but I can say the dude is doing consistent amount of work he does update that game quite frequently usually i think like every month or two it gets a generally significant update and he's been putting a lot of work into it so i can really understand why he wouldn't want it dismissed because though it does seem like this a silly kind of tee stupid game it is still an early alpha i believe and there's a decent amount of potential for it it's weird as fuck, but if you're into that, yeah, there's a lot of potential for it. I do believe it's weird as fuck, as you said, but it also is something that is unique, like we talked about earlier. Hey, look at that. We're bringing up something from the it's past. full and circle. Yeah, it's full circle. It's like we planned it. We did uh-huh. No, no, not at all. <laughs> no. So, yes, this is something I, I'm actually... I don't really care about too much because I'm not really into Yandere's, but I do like that someone's being unique. Yeah, and I think uh, it is definitely unique. It's weird, like I said, and probably already will have a very niche, small audience. Yet, at the same time, I do think it's, uh, it's something that could get big depending on how much detail goes into it, how much this guy puts into this particular uh, creation, it could definitely go places with um, where it is and it would be sad if it got dismissed just as a simulator, because I think Goat Simulator and Farm Simulator and these other games that are just kind of stupid which, I mean, Goat Simulator did have gameplay I guess, Farm Simulator I don't think did, but like these goat other simulator, simulator games have just destroyed it. Yes, there is a goat simulator. I think that's the one that really set off the simulator industry. Probably. It's it, even as somebody who is somewhat known for making shitty goat noises, um yeah, I wouldn't play that game. 
shit scares the fuck out of me but anyway uh, here no don't okay i'm not doing this podcast with you if you keep doing that voice <laughs> never do that voice all right what voice was it was a goat song uh, all right whatever well this podcast is the... over ren's leaving he's uh, abandoning everything due to uh differences in our ideas and our views i am now announcing that i'm no longer part of this podcast i will be replaced with jhk and <laughs> this is the last picture okay let me get the last picture ren's gonna be kojima and fucking steal the audio settings from the podcast oh cool thanks i can open this twice what the fuck yes. is it this is okay this is a real picture this isn't even an anime I know. This I is, said the last picture is always going to be something different, something oh, you don't. It's different. Expect. Oh my god! How do I? I don't even know if I can comment on this and like come up with a name for any. This is just disturbing. This is Japanese as fuck, though. Um, what are you trying to say, man? I, look, we can get into that in a few minutes. Basically, what it is, it's a guy holding up an umbrella, and the umbrella. The, like the inside of it basically is a the picture of you looking up a woman's skirt the umbrella a lot of it is like representative of the skirt and then sort of going towards the center is the girl like anime style the girl's legs and you know underwear that's and i said this is very japanese because there is an issue in train stations and on trains and in public areas with people like trying to look up women's skirts and take pictures, which is really fucking weird. I mean, why don't you just... Like, you can go and buy a fucking porn mag in quite a few bookstores in Japan. They aren't as, you know, hidden as they are in Western countries. Like, why would you do something publicly lewd like that? Just, you know, have your own weird fantasies in your fucking basement, you neckbeard. Apparently, apparently in Japan, if you're on the train or I guess maybe in general, you could go to jail if you take a picture of someone without their permission. That is what I saw. I read. I, I don't know personally about the law, but I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, I would much prefer it because they do have such an issue with that. It's ridiculous. And I mean, a lot of things that, you know, Western audiences get about Japan are usually exaggerated and stupid like you know the article that was out of um years ago about japanese are real into bagel heads where basically they'd get surgery to make their head look like a fucking bagel it's like no no they aren't as someone who speaks to japanese what? people on a regular basis no they aren't or the report that literally half the japanese population isn't having sex Thus, their population is low. It's like, no, trust me, they're having sex, but, uh... Alright, no, no, listen, they are having sex, just yeah. not with each other. They're having foreign sex. Because... Honestly, hmm? that's kind of not far off. They're having sex, they're just not having children, because the cost of having children is expensive in Japan. So the birth rate and the amount that people fornicate, it's not correlating, man. 
I, I believe you. And that's actually something I did here too. And you got to figure that people like to, well, not like to, but they're forced to pretty much work their ass off. Yes. Japanese people, yeah, they work much harder than us, us lazy Americans that I love if you're a viewer and I'm not talking about you. You probably do tons of work, man. You should be rich. You yeah, should have won the lottery. You really, you, congrats to you, man. Take a vacation because you work so much. Mm -hmm. And you're listening to this because this is what you do on your free time? This is what your boss told you to do? Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't do it on your own. (laughs) You got We're your boss. Do it. Do it more. Now. But yeah, you are right. The Japanese work a lot. As someone I intend to teach English in Japan, you are very frequently forced to do overtime, no pay, and you, in any particular Japanese workplace, but especially in school systems, you are forced to do overtime with no pay to do, uh, you know, you do a lot more work, so it is a, uh, a pretty, uh, uh it, it is different. I, I lost my train of thought a little bit with that. They do work more. It's a different cultural thing. But, um, let's see. So, any, any last thoughts, man? I know we spent, this has been a good hour and a half. It's the first podcast. Expect more spaghetti and weird stuff and maybe more professionalism. Do you think there'll be more professionalism, Ren? I think there's never going to be professionalism. There might be more horrible jokes, which you may or may not laugh at, and you'll probably, probably eventually... Mm. All right, you know what? Now I'm just depressed. I don't even <laughs> want to talk. I have nothing to say. I'm done. <laughs> oh, Ren's out. <laughs> um, I'm out. Yeah, expect more ridiculous, stupid shit. Um, we do hope to maybe try to do this podcast. Would we say like every like two to three weeks or so? Generally, no, maybe I guess that's kind of what the ballpark range is. But we do have busy schedules theoretically, maybe. I mean, again, we're American, so we aren't working overtime with no pay like Japan, unless you are an American teacher, in which case you probably are working overtime with no pay, too. But, yeah, so any final uh, thoughts, Ryan, on how the podcast went, stuff for the new year, anything else? Think, I think this could have went worse than it already has, so that's positive, right? I think it can only get worse from here. We set the bar really low, and we're just going to keep going down that staircase. Staircase to hell. Exactly. And now, I'm sure we'll get somehow copyrighted by fucking Led Zeppelin. (laughs) I I fucked up. I'm sorry, man. I guess we're sponsoring a whole bunch of people. All right, here are all our sponsors. We got Xbox. We got Yandere Simulator. We got Led Zeppelin. We have... Kojima Productions, Metal Gear, and Snicker Bars. All in an alternate universe where we're actually decent and these people would like to be sponsors. So, in this universe, we don't have any of those people. We have... I've got a shirt, man. Maybe I can look at the tag that's from and see where that's from. No. Okay. Anyways... (laughs) That's all. Thank you for anyone who listened to this, and hopefully we will uh, hear from you, or you'll hear us again. Or you'll be back, maybe. We're going to die. <laughs> You're not going to hear us. Hopefully yeah, Ren's already us. dead, man. The freaking the Gweed uh, squad's barging in now. Anyways, peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>